How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. I know Dustin from Bellevue is. Dustin, are you there? I'm here. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Dustin has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you'll only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Let's go. What singer wore a dress made out of raw beef at the 2010 MTV Video Music Awards? Madonna. No. Beyonce. No. Pass. How many U.S. Supreme Court justices are there? Nine. Yes. When oxygen is in liquid or solid form, what color is it? Clear. No. White. No. Pass. What nut is in the middle of a Ferrero Rocher? Pass. The Bermuda Triangle is located in what ocean? Um... The Atlantic. Yes. What kind of animal is Baby Gloria in the computer animated movie Madagascar? A deer. No. A cat. A dog. No, no. In the board game Monopoly, if you pay to get out of jail, how much does it cost? $200. No. $100. No. $50. Yes. Since the 50s, KFC's slogan has been what? Finger looking good. Correct. What city had the first ever fashion week? Paris. No. Uh, Dustin, you got four correct. Oof. Yeah, oof. It was kind of it was a little rough. I, I don't I didn't feel great about that. No. Me personally, no. You maybe you would have gotten the same amount? Probably. I kind of feel like Steve might take this one. But who knows? He had a long weekend. He could be tired. I am. <laughs> Steve, are you ready? I did, yes, and I need it. What singer wore a dress made out of raw beef at the 2010 MTV oh, Music Video Music Awards? Lady Gaga. Correct. Yes. How many U.S. Supreme Court justices are there? Two. No. Four. No. Three. No. When I'm oxygen is in liquid or solid form, what color is it? What? When oxygen is in liquid or solid form. Blue. Correct. What nut is in the middle of a Ferrero Rocher? <laughs> Steve? No. Almonds? No. Walnuts? No. The Bermuda Triangle is located in what ocean? 
Uh, Pacific. No. Atlantic. Yes. What kind of animal is Baby Gloria in the computer animated movie Madagascar? Uh, tiger? No. Monkey? No. Lion? No. In the board game Monopoly, if you pay to get out of jail, how much does it cost? 50. Yes. Since the 50s, KFC slogan has been what? Finger licking good. Correct. Yeah. What city had the first ever fashion week? New York City. It did. The flag of Belgium is black, red, and what other color? Yellow? Yes. Mm. And with that, you get seven correct, which is a win. Seven to four. Wow, Steve, I'm impressed. That's right. Coming in strong on a Monday. Or something. Something like that. Although, it said I got all the other ones right, but the one I should have gotten right, I got wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Do do you know the answer? Which one was it? How many Supreme Court justices are Why there? I know it? Because just, Dustin got it right. Oh, yeah. damn it. <laughs> Would you have known it if not? I know. No. I was, I mean, I don't think I would have gotten Six? That. There's nine. <laughs> I should have just guessed six and nine. You should have. <laughs> um, you got that oxygen and liquid or solid form is blue. Anyone know what kind of nut is in the middle of a Ferrero Rocher? I don't know. A, pe- a pecan or pecan or mm. however people like to pronounce that? No. Macadamia. No. What? Dang it. You said it with such confidence. You did. It's a hazelnut. Don't oh. Don't those like primarily grow in Oregon? I have no idea. I think I think, I think hazelnuts. That, I think that hazelnuts are like one of the biggest exports in Portland, or that that's where the hazelnut trees are very from <laughs> prevalent. Oh, well, it's weird because I don't really like hazelnuts, but I love Ferrero Rocher. What about so. you? Yeah, don't like they're, Nutella? They're... See, I love Nutella yeah. too. That's hazelnuts, baby. But if you just eat a regular hazelnut. Oh, gross. But if you ground it up and make it taste like chocolate? <laughs> in. Uh, I'm here for it. I thought there are more than 1,300 farms in Oregon that are farming hazelnuts. Why do you know the weirdest stuff, Tara? I mean, I didn't know the answer to that question, but I had a little fun trivia fact for you. So there you go. <laughs> You're starting to sound like my dad the more and more around you. Like, he'll whip know. out like some, oh, but my no. dad will make up facts. Like, he'll just be like, he'll say something with complete confidence if he just read it. Like, we'll just be driving somewhere. And he's like, did you know this town is known for blah, blah, blah? I'm like, dad, yeah, I saw this line too. <laughs> Like you, what are you doing here? And then he'll just be like, yo, you know, Washington, like, look at all the greens. The greens are the, the redwoods or whatever at Evergreen State, they're indigenous to Washington. I'm like, what are you talking about? Where do you get this information? But then we were, we were eating dinner one time and we're eating at like a fish place. I think it was like um, oh, Duke's. And we had like the sourdough bread. It was so good. Oh. He's like, did you know that sourdough was most, was, was formed, was created here in Washington State? And I'm like, huh? And I'm looking at him like, are you effing with me? And then, so now I'm like on my phone underneath the table, like looking up, because my wife's also like nudging me like, what is your dad even talking about? I'm like, it's not even from here. Where's it from? I don't remember. Like another country, I believe, is where sourdough kind of originated from. But he said it with such confidence that I think back in the day before there were cell phones, that was my dad's MO. He would just say something with complete and utter confidence and just expect people would believe him. And as a kid, I thought my dad was the smartest man in the world. Now I think he's just been effing with me this entire time. Now do you think I'm the smartest person in the world? No, (laughs) because earlier you were worried about losing air in an elevator. So forever will be stupid to me. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Rockaholics, over the weekend, I had a pretty incredible and powerful time with some old friends. And one member of our show tried something very popular with their significant other. And it did live up to the hype. And it involves balls. So we're going to tell you all about that after Foo Fighters. 
The Daily Mix Show. Well, over the weekend, I got to hang with some old friends. Actually, when I say some old friends, like, we've known each other longer than any other friends I have. High school? Elementary school. Damn. Broadview Thompson. Right up here near, like, Bitter Lake in North Seattle. Okay. So we, um, we, I think we probably all started going to school together in, like, first or second grade. But I opened up Instagram on Thursday and saw one of my friends, um, she had posted that she just got diagnosed with breast cancer. Right. And we were like, this is awful news, obviously, just the worst. But the other, another friend that was uh, in town from Oakland, we were like, this is the sign that we're supposed to go and, and visit visit our girlfriend because she's obviously going through like a really crap time. So we rallied and decided to go after the show on Friday down to uh, the bar where the, the gal that got diagnosed with cancer, she works at this awesome bar down in Georgetown. And so we went down there and did what you do. You rally around your friend, you drink some beer, you eat some cheese curds. She, I mean, obviously you don't know by now, but do you think she's going to be okay? Did they catch it early enough? So she's still waiting to find out what stage of cancer it is, but they did say it's the the type of cancer she has is the most common type of breast cancer. It's like 80% of breast cancers are this kind. So it is very aggressive, but it's the one that most women and men are diagnosed with. Now, I saw, like, you mentioned when we were talking about this earlier that one of them's a child actress. This is the one, yes. And what what show was she a child TV star in? So there were a couple. The, the, the first one that she was in was called Thunder Alley. Thunder Alley. Thunder Alley. Does anyone remember that? I don't remember. They maybe had, like, they had a couple of seasons, three or four seasons, I'm guessing. But Ed Asner played the grandpa on the show, which was pretty cool. Oh, he was a retired race car driver. Yes. And I guess it also featured uh, Felicity Huffman. And uh, Andrew Keegan. Do you remember Andrew Keegan? I'm looking at Sarah because I'm like, he was so smoking hot, like like heartthrob. He was in 10 Things I Hate About You. He oh, played like, yeah, the, yeah. like the villain in that. Anyway, Andrew Keegan was on that show too. So I was always very jealous of her getting to kick it with Andrew Keegan. Haley Joel Osment was also in it? Yes. He played the younger brother and she played the middle child of oh, the family. that's crazy. Then, th- I'm going to look at Sarah again because she's... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Are the youthful one on the show. <laughs> then she went on to star as Caitlin in Caitlin's Way that was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. So that's that's my girl. I don't know either of these shows. Yeah. And then most recently she was on an episode um uh, I think it just maybe one episode of Orange is the New Black. Okay. She played a bartender when Jason Biggs came in to like have a drink or whatever. I remember watching the first season. The first season was awesome. Love that show. That's really cool. Yeah, so you definitely you guys are all like mildly familiar with this gal. So anyway, we're <laughs> sending her all the love in the world. She's actually going to get like I think a, a treatment plan and kind of a, you know, course of action here in the next couple of days and we're going to watch her kick cancer's ass. That's what you do.
I like that. I, not, I like that channel. Can't, but I love the whole like I'm going to shut down whatever I had planned. And whenever this happens, many buddies, I'm sure everyone like when 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 you find out someone's going through some crap, it's just like okay, whatever I had planned that this weekend is done. Like let's let's figure out how we could bring a good smile to that person. And that's face. exactly what I actually had to cancel lunch that I had planned with another gal. I'm like, hey, here's the deal. Like I'm not I'm not ditching you for a bad reason. I'm ditching you for a good reason because I got to go see my girl. Which worked out because I remember all morning on Friday in between songs and commercials you were complaining about having to go get lunch with that person. <laughs> like, I can't believe I can't go believe I got to go have pizza. No, it was, but it was really good and you know, it's, it's kind of wild. You, like, you don't realize how much time goes by and then you realize you've had these friends for 33, 35 years. It's crazy because I saw on your social media I thought you guys hung out at your place because I saw this picture of like an impromptu jam session that was having, happening at your house. So I assume that that's what the story, I didn't know you guys met at a bar. Did this have anything to do with that? No, that was, this was just like the start of my weekend was hanging with those gals. And then when I got home later in the afternoon, we were already in like entertainment jam mode. And uh, my- Does that happen all the time on the weekends? Like just jam sessions are happening at your house? Not all the time, but it, ha- it happens kind of frequently. One of the guys that my Danny, husband- we need to grab your amp and grab my <laughs> drums and just start going over there and start a band. Well, and, and so two of the guys that jam with my husband, one of them lives in Oregon, one of them lives in California. And so they were both up for the weekend. And uh, yeah, we got we got this whole new like jam room set up with- a PA and speakers and monitors and mics and stands and cords and it was like a full on concert in my in my shop. That's awesome. It was super fun. So it was a very busy weekend. My, I, one thing that happened over the weekend. You mentioned it because someone's like, "Hey, well, every good story involves balls." That's just a rule of thumb. So over the weekend, uh, my wife's church. They always put on like these little get-togethers. And, like last weekend before, we get you know they do like athletic stuff at, at night. They have this awesome like basketball court set up with like it's really nice. And so we play volleyball there, which was a good time. But yes, on Saturday, my wife's like, "Hey, do you want to come?" I'm like, "Of course, I'm down to go play volleyball." She's like, "Oh, they also have pickleball," and I know that's Washington's. I guess it was at the the state sport state or sport. it was created here. I know everybody seems to be playing it these days, but it's been one of those things where I'm just like, I don't. It hasn't done anything for me. Like where I'm like, I need to go play pickleball, even though everyone's like, you'll love it. And sure as that, they go and play it, and I loved it. It was amazing. I've never played it before. I don't understand what was going on. Thank, hey, shout out to Jasmine. She was there. She knew exactly what was happening, and she walked the, the three of because it was like two against two. And uh, of course, I teamed up with Jasmine because I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the person who knows the game as yeah. opposed to my own wife. Strategic. And we crushed them. <laughs> All right, she crushed them, and I just stood there screwing it up left and right, but. I get the appeal. It's totally chill. It's super fun. But the craziest part about it, I don't know how much you guys know about pickleball. These pickleball rackets, it's a racket, man. One person had a, a racket that was 150 bucks. What? And then we went online because we're like, well, maybe we should get our own rackets. You know, that way if we're going to do this on the weekends, like go there and play pickleball, it sounds like a good time for us. Something fun that my wife and I can do, which, you know, we don't have a lot. Like she doesn't want to put on spandex and wrestle with me. I don't know why. <laughs> And I don't want to do CrossFit, so we're really hitting, like, you know, we're button heads on, on fun activities to do together. Now we've got pickleball. She found one online for $250. Wow. Just a single racket. And I was losing my mind about this, and then finally it dawned on me. I'm like, well, I'm sure people go crazy about the fact that some of these hockey sticks that hockey players, you know, are dropping 300 bucks for a stick. And those break sometimes after, like, one game. So is the, is the racket all, is it wooden, or is it... Well, there's some there like fiberglass. Oh, okay. I was it. using, clearly must have been a cheaper one. I never used the other one, so I just got used to that one. So I'm like, I'm cool with this one. I bet this one costs like 30 bucks. So I'll stick with this because I now know how it feels. My wife was using, I guess, the pastor. He had like a $150 one, like a really nice one because they're serious about their pickleball. And she then switched over to like the, 
the generic ones ones that I was using. And she's like, this is, I can't play with this now. I'm like, you've only been playing for 30 minutes. Now all of a sudden you're a pickleball snob. I feel like there should be a pickle mascot for pickleball. Like a giant pickle costume. Well, like the Portland Pickles? Like Dylan, Dylan oh, Pickle? Yeah, it's the, is that the, it's like baseball team, right? Yes. But I feel like pickleball needs to have a pickle mascot too. It's got his own expensive pickleball racket. Yes, exactly. But I've got like buddies that are building pickleball, pickleball courts in their backyard. Like my buddy Munson, he's getting one all set up. And now I'm like, oh, wow, well, we should visit the Munson you're, tomorrow. You're a pickleballer now. We'll bring our not as expensive as the $250. Now we know what to get you for your birthday. I mean, to get me to. We're going to crowdfund a couple of very expensive pickleball rackets. It's insane, though. Have you played pickleball? <laughs> yes, a couple of times. And I played with people that were very competitive, and mm-hmm. I was not as competitive or good, but it was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. It was nice having someone that knew the rules because it didn't make, it wasn't making any sense to me. I'm like, well, it's their serve now. She's like, no, no, you have to serve now. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how did that happen? Like, how does this work? Why do I have to serve on this side and not that side? Like, I was, I was very confused about the entire thing. I think I was apologizing more than I was actually playing it. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I bet people are very excited. You're now part of the pickleball family, Steve. Danny, Sarah, have you guys? Nope. Oh, man, we should play them. Let's I, do it. I have, actually. And correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, it's just it's just a a sad version of tennis. It's the lazy version of tennis. Whoa. It's literally tennis, but just a smaller course. So you don't have to run as much. Yes. Sarah, you do not speak about the sport of Washington that way. I mean, it's kind of hey, Sarah? pathetic. You're not wrong. <laughs> and I love it. It's, 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 that's why old people enjoy it. I don't get it. It's just tennis, it's but smaller. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the appeal. It's like tennis, but you don't have to try as hard. <laughs> that's true, but I will you say. You won't sweat as much. I was still exhausted playing. I was still running back oh, and forth yeah. trying to get that ball. Well, Steve Miggs, could you imagine blowing a 17-point lead in pickleball? <laughs> I don't even know if that's possible. To be honest what about in football? Because this sadly happened to the Detroit Lions yesterday. And maybe it was the band Journey's fault. We're going to tell you about that at 717. The Daily Miggs Show. As a lifelong Seahawks fan, it's always tough to say words like these when you say the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl after pulling off a crazy comeback. That game was crazy because at first, I mean, it just looked like the Lions were out for, and there's blood in the water, and they were just dominating, and I was feeling good. My wife and I are watching this game. She's like, what, what is the score? What was it, like 24 to 7? At think. halftime, yeah. And at first, she's like, oh, well, they're screwed. And I think my wife might have jinxed it because then she said, I said, yeah. She's like, well, well how? I'm like, it's about to go into halftime. She's like, oh, they still have time. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And they did. So I blame my wife for all of this. For spitting the truth. Yes. Well, apparently there are some folks that saying Journey may have had something to do with this. So it's my wife and Journey's fault. (laughs) So Journey is from the Bay Area, and they performed at halftime of the Lions-Niners game, and they played Don't Stop Believin', but instead of singing South Detroit, they switched the words to San Francisco, which is... That makes sense. That hurts a little bit. Yeah, you're playing against Detroit, so why not switch the lyrics? But the problem is... And I know we had the audio of it. There were a lot of Lions fans at that game. And at first, you didn't really hear the 49ers fans. I was like, man, these Lions fans are loud. And as they look into the crowd, granted, most of it was red. But there was a smattering of of blue jerseys throughout the entire stadium. Well, and the Detroit fans did show up. They screamed loud and proud, South Detroit, during that performance. And we have some audio as a camera from a fan captured.
You could barely hear it, but you could hear the fans yell South Detroit, the Lions fans, and you could barely hear Journey say Sam San Francisco, whatever. Do you think that they knew that that was going to happen? Do you think they had an inkling that the band would go that route? Ooh, the fans? Yeah. Oh, I bet not. No. And I I wonder if you're a 49ers fan, you're just kind of cringing for that moment. You're like, ah. And then there's Eminem in, the, in one of the uh, suites, and he's flipping off all the 49ers fans. <laughs> like, this, this was just a beating for, for Lions fans at the end of that game. It was a really frustrating game to watch. Uh, head coach Dan Campbell was criticized after he went for it on fourth and three when they were within field goal range and trailing by three points with only seven minutes to go. Yeah, and it, was a, back call. D- it didn't work out. And then no. they ended up going back, and then the, the 49ers went back and scored, so then it became a 10 point lead, and they just were never really able to recover from that. But then the kick in the ding ding was they ended up losing by three points at the end of the game. And everyone's like, well, if you would have done that, it's like the woulda, coulda, shoulda stuff. Of course. We have a clip of Dan Campbell addressing the media when they were like, hey, what were you thinking? And he gives a good answer. But as you listen to this, I don't know, man. If I was a reporter, I might have jumped up on the podium and given him a hug. He just sounds really sad. (laughs) I just felt really good about us converting and uh, getting our momentum and not letting them play long ball. It's easy hindsight. And I get it. You know, I get that. I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, they didn't. We didn't come through. It wasn't able to to work out. But I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. You know, we just, just didn't work out. I like that. He's like, that's on me. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I saw some people are like demanding he gets fired for that. And I was just like, man, this guy just gave the Detroit Lions the most success they've had in forever, and you want to just give up on him because of uh, what was. At the time, it was a 47-yard field goal attempt. There's no guarantee that guy was no. going to hit it. I mean, there's absolutely no guarantee. And I'm not saying that, well, I don't know if it was the right decision or not. He's always been an aggressive type of a coach. So, I mean, you kind of live and die by that. The Detroit Lions blew that 17-point lead against the Niners in the NFC Championship game. So, based on this, Rockaholics, we want to know, when did you blow it? A screw-up that you will never let yourself live down. 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call, and we will chat with you after Pearl Jam. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics, yesterday the Detroit Lions blew a 17-point lead against the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. And it was hard to watch. It was heartbreaking for all of America, (laughs) except for people in the Bay Area. So based on this, when did you blow it? When did you screw up and you'll never live it down? 206-803-ROCK. Kevin in Lake Stevens, you scored a goal against your own team. Oh, yeah. oh man, no! So I played eight years of outdoor soccer, and the one goal I ever made was against my own team. Uh, I was playing right center forward. I was down on our goal, getting the ball away from another forward, and it was the finale of the game. And it was, I was going to take it down to the other side to get it in for the winning point. And when I went to block the ball from going into our goal, it bounced off my foot, went right into our goal, killed it. I never played soccer ever. No! Wait, you stopped playing soccer because of that? He retired. Oh, man. And how old were you? 13 at the time. Oh, Did you have any other sports that you enjoyed playing that you could fall back on? I'm sticking with baseball uh, now. No, no, definitely not. I was very engulfed in Boy Scouts and uh, 
furthering my life in that aspect, well, and I completed as an Eagle Scout. You're that. an Eagle Scout? No way! Yes. You know, Mike Hawk yes. from the men's room is also an Eagle Scout. Oh, really? And my yeah. brother, Nolan, cool. also an Eagle Scout. Yeah, but Mike or Nolan have never scored on their own team in <laughs> soccer. <though. laughs> hey, dude, dude, I don't know if you ever know if you're a hockey fan, but I remember still when I was a kid, there was a, the Edmonton Oilers were like trying to make a run for like their fifth straight Stanley Cup or something along those lines. And they're one of their star defensemen, I think it was like something Smith, Steve Smith, I can't remember. He had it back behind the net, and this is overtime. And it's like game seven, and he's trying to pass it to someone, and instead he accidentally shot it off his own goalie's skate, and it went in the net. Or one of his own players, I can't remember. And I was just like, that has to be the worst, because there's no recovering. It's not like, oh, we'll get him next game. It's like, our season is done. We're not going to win the Stanley Cup. Thanks, Mr. Smith. It's the worst feeling ever. Oh, I bet. Thanks a lot, Kevin. (laughs) Drama in Covington. You got in a car accident on a first date. Good morning, my beautiful friends. How are you? What's so up, good, man? Well, uh, yes. So I was on a first date. Um, we were, it was going well. We had dinner. Everything was going back. Uh, we And this was before Netflix and chill. This was Hollywood video and get some dates. <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Old school. Yeah. Not blockbuster and bang. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, she picked out some movie I didn't even care for because that, that wasn't the point. I was thinking ahead. We're going back to her place, um, get on uh, the on-ramp to get on the interstate. And it wasn't even my fault. That's the thing. And got um, got in a car accident. And she was in the car. And then afterwards, she was all freaked out, which naturally I get. But then she wouldn't return my calls. And, and she was like, nah, I don't think we should see so. I'm like, you know, you acted like I wanted to total my card on purpose, you know, when I did it. At least the guy that just called before, at least he scored, even if it was for the wrong team. <laughs> Solid, Solid point. point. <laughs> oh, man, you rock drama. Thanks for the call. Dude, I, I, we got a text about someone who also screwed up a date. It said, uh, the way I blew it, I met a girl at jujitsu and we were really hitting it off. We started flirting a little bit and we agreed to hang sometime soon. Well, later on that week while we were sparring, I unintentionally kicked her in the face and broke her nose. Oh. When she finally came back to train, she was always, quote unquote, busy when I asked to hang out. I would imagine that two people that are both trained in jujitsu probably can have a lot of fun between the sheets. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I think I might have to go to a different jujitsu school. Because what if like you're sparring and then all of a sudden it just kind of like it ignites a certain flame below the waist? I, yeah, these are real problems. I don't Steve. know if that could be used as a weapon in jujitsu or not. Or <laughs> someone said I once got into an argument with the manager of a bar once. I was told that I was cut off that night because I was so drunk. I said I wasn't drunk at all. Spoiler alert: I was. <laughs> Well, I was dating a new girl at the time, and when I met her parents, yep, that was her dad. That was the manager. No. I didn't remember it was him, but he did, and he brought it up. And, well, she broke up with me that night. She texted me when I got home and said, my dad forgives you, but I can't. That oh. is heartbreaking. See, I feel like that's a fun, bad first impression that you could kind of get past. We laugh about it. We talk about it at Thanksgiving every year. Right. Be like, Dad, yeah, you were right. I was out of line. Unless he said something terrible to the dad, and then the dad told his daughter that's what he said. I mean, it, I'm sure that managers of bars have had many of those ridiculous, drunken conversations with people that have no sense at all. All right, what about you? When have you blown it? So, I missed a doesn't meet involve and knuckles, greet. No, it does not involve knuckles. Okay, good. I missed a meet and greet with Joe Walsh by 10 minutes. Oh. And it was... Kind of my own fault. You you've been up to Vancouver a gazillion times. Have you ever been? Weekend, yeah. Have you ever been stuck in Massey Tunnel traffic? Yes. And it can be 
awful. No, there is no fun way to get through to, once you cross that border, it's like you're, you're effed if there's traffic. There's no fun ways around it. So I, so we were already running a little bit late. We got stuck in Massey Tunnel traffic and then we got, we needed to check into the hotel before we could go to the show. And I was trying to drive kind of quick in the parking garage. And when I took a corner, the side of my car scraped against one of the giant like cement pillars. Yeah. So now I'm really upset. I'm like, we're running late. The traffic sucked. Now my car is scraped, and then we still missed the meet and greet by about 10 minutes. Is Joe Walsh still here? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if he passed away or not. So there's still hope. I mean, maybe. I hope so. (laughs) And the show ended up being fantastic, but we, we were sitting kind of front and center, very close to the stage, and I'm like, yes, this is close. These are good seats, but I could have been meeting Joe Walsh an yeah, hour ago. For the next two hours, you're being reminded of what happened. It was brutal. Yeah. My screw-up, I, I, I had a few that came to mind. I've, screwed, I, I've had some, I've blown it a few different ways in my life, but the one when, the guy shared the story about the soccer story, did bring up a, a fun memory of when my hockey team, we used to go to those tournaments in Spokane, and I've talked about it quite a bit, and we always go to get wasted. Like, we take a party bus, we show up, for the first game on a Friday night, and none of us are sober. And we're sometimes playing teams that are trying really hard. So there was one of the games that was on, it was at night. It was a Friday night. And I remember we're playing a team that wants to win, but they weren't that good of a team. And sober, our team, it's pretty good. Not me, sober or, or, or drunk. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the same effort, right? But so now all of a sudden, we're, we're kind of playing up to the same level as this team, and we're tied and we're playing well. And now there's like this dilemma of, do we want to win this game or not? And most of the guys did not because if you won the game, your next game was Saturday morning at 9 a.m. If you lost the game, your next game was Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. Now, we knew we were going to still go out and party that night. So there's a good chunk of us that were like, we need to lose this game. But there were a couple of us like, we never win. Like, it'd be nice to win a game. And I was one of those. I was feeling myself. I was making saves. So now it goes into overtime. And it's still tied. And then they're like, well, we just got to do a shootout. And so everyone on my team, well, okay, 80% of our team's like, makes just let a goal in. Like, you're usually good at doing that. Like, can you just let a goal in? And I'm like, I'm feeling myself, man. And I ended up like stopping everything, and I blew it for our team. And we won the game, so we had to get up early. Not everyone was happy about that the next morning. There were a couple of us that were just like, this is awesome. We finally won a game. But, like... A good 80% of our team were just like, go F yourselves. So you guys are kind of known as the party team. Are there other teams within that league that are also kind of on the same level? Or are you guys like the... There was a team from Calgary that used to come for a while that was on our level. Like, they were they were a mess. Like, the two teams, like, whenever we would see them, it was just both of us were just like, we're not winning at all this weekend, but we're, we'll be remembered. I love that. Yeah, but then there were a few teams that actually were tryhards and... Whenever we would beat those teams, you could just see the look of pure disgust because they're just like, you know, we would offer everybody drinks at, before our games. Like, hey, you, you want to pull and my water bottle's full with fireball. And like, no, I'm trying to win this game. After the game, I'll have a drink with you. I'm like, I'm not offering it to you after the game. Did <laughs> you, like the water bottle that you had filled with fireball, was that the one that's like on the back of the net during the Sometimes game? Yes. Oh my god! But there was one, like we'd have like water bottles, vodka bottles, fireball bottles. And I remember one of our guys, he was just sweating real bad. And he grabbed what he thought was one of the water oh. bottles. And he squirted his face to kind of like, you know, just rinse his face. And he's like, that was vodka. And his oh, eyes were just tearing burning. up. Oh, that was awesome. Good times. Well, Rockaholics, how would you like a shot at winning tickets to see the Rolling Stones at Lumen Field? That show is coming up on May 15th. If you have ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law. For example, on Friday, we had one Rockaholic that got stuck between pallets and had to be taken out of those pallets by the cops and the fire department. And then the other guy got busted for smoking in an abandoned house. Call in now for your chance to win those tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls at 747. The Daily Mix.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.